Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome into the PHNX Cardinal podcast presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Leave us a five-star review. I'm Johnny Venerable on this sad, sorry-ass Tuesday of NFL free agency, (laughs) joined by the GM, Saul Bookman. I was so excited this time yesterday, Saul. Woo! We had some deals coming in 24 hours later. Hot damn. The Cardinals haven't done anything, and it's super frustrating. But how are you? I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. Like, there's nothing to worry about. Like, guys, it's going to be all right. It's going to be okay. It won't be fine. Um, The sky is not falling. I'm actually looking out at this beautiful, gorgeous day that we're having, and it's quite lovely. Like, we're going to be okay. We're going to be okay. Rick James, two, three, four, five. I'm not ready to talk about comp picks. Maybe later in the show we'll talk about comp picks. Steven Vice says time time signings. Yeah, okay. I those are great when your team is already in a good in a good place. And I would argue that they have some holes to fill and they're not being aggressive enough. And this is what I think really frustrates me, Saul, is like Steve Kime, usually he's a major player on the first couple of days of free agency. I tweeted out today, it's been six years since Chandler Jones to the day was traded to the Cardinals, right? That was a bombshell. J.J. Watt was a bombshell, usually pretty active. DeAndre Hopkins, like, where's that kind of move? I, I need something out of the weeds, snake in the grass. Steve Kime coming in hot with a trade or an acquisition. And so far, I mean, we've gotten some nice re-signings of their own. We'll hear from James Conner later in the show. They got Zach Ertz back. But, I mean, like, are, are you concerned at all that they're slow playing this especially after how the season ended. Uh, I am not concerned whatsoever. Listen, you got to approach this just like every other business transaction. Thank you, Sean. I appreciate you saying bless you. Um, I, I, you got to approach this as just like business. Okay. You got to let the market kind of dictate itself and set the pricing right now. Things are kind of all out of whack. Like that's how the first day of free agency, that's what the first day of free agency does. It throws everything out of whack. Look at Devontae Adams. When he saw Christian Kirk basically getting, if if everything goes perfectly for Christian Kirk, what equates to 21 mil a year, like Devontae Adams was like, yeah, fuck your 23. Like not, that ain't happening. Cause I'm like a MVP caliber type player. This dude didn't even approach a thousand yards yet. Like pay me. 
that, that just so that's that's what I'm saying. Like you got to let when crazy shit like that happens, teams that are smart got to sit back, let everything calm down, watch the options start to dwindle, Chandler Jones, and then guess what? That price comes back down, baby. Oh man, Chandler Jones as of now does not have a new team. Maybe he overvalues his market. Uh, Jacob, do we have the graphic of the Cardinals free and signings thus far externally? Uh, I think we, we have a, a live look of what the Cardinals been doing. Oh my God. No. <laughs> it's a tumbleweed flying across the desert. Look at that. Isn't that beautiful? You listeners can't see that, but, uh, that's exactly what it is. It, nothing, nothing has happened. Nothing has they happened. Are, Johnny, that's okay. That's okay. Not. Listen, listen to what I'm about to say. They are one of nine teams that have not yet agreed to a deal with an outside free agent. They join the Commanders, Hot Trash, the Cowboys, who have, who, who have fumbled a, a bunch of free agents, including Randy Gregory, which is low-key hilarious, the Falcons, who are trying to get Deshaun, the Packers, who never shop, the Patriots, who are trading away you know, all pro guards, the Rams, who have no cap space, they're trying to secure their own, the Saints, who are trying to get Deshaun, and then the Seahawks, which... They dealt away their franchise quarterback. They might as well give up. The Cardinals, in my opinion, are the outlier in that group. The Cardinals ended the season one of five. They are a dumpster fire at home, right? They are on paper, I would argue, worse than last year. The offense seems fine. The defense leaves a lot to be desired. I do think, to your point, there's a lot of value to be had. But man, oh man, this this thing's going to dry up quickly. And, and the Cardinals are going to be in a position where if you don't – let's talk about Chandler Jones for a second because you missed out on Hassan Reddick. I, I, this, this defense is not going to be better with a one-year flyer of Justin Houston or Melvin Ingram or Jadavion Clowney. I believe if you don't bring back Chandler Jones, you are leaving yourself incredibly susceptible with two inside backers that are very green, especially Zayvon Collins, and a, fr- and a front three – that's, I mean, it's not not impressing a lot of people outside of J.J. Watt. So I Bro, think my, more you, of my concerns are on the defensive side. If you don't resign Chandler Jones, guess what? You still have a turnstile over there on the fucking end. It doesn't matter. That dude was not very good last year. Like, I know the defensive pressures. Cool. Yeah. But did you ever come through with a sack? He, I think he had one impact play in the last 10 games of the season on a strip fumble. We normally see about five to six of those a year. Yeah. Outside of the game number one, Chandler Jones was average. Average. So the, the act of desperation to bring him back and, well, and, and somehow equated to if we don't bring him back, we have lost everything. We didn't have anything to begin with, so we didn't fucking lose anything. Like, it's okay. Get, it, can always get, it can always get worse. Right now, oh. Dennis Gardeck and Devon Kennard are starting. No, I'd rather have Dennis Gardeck. Let's no! Go. Get Let's the go. hell out of here with that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know what that move was. That was the, the dance that he does. <laughs> right? The dance, right? <laughs> yeah. And it, with all due respect to the people who are telling me on Twitter, we'll just draft a linebacker at 23. I'm not giving Vance Joseph another first round linebacker, no, even if no, he plays no, on the no, edge. No, no. You do not, Vance. I love you. You don't deserve it. Figure your <laughs> shit out with Zayden and Isaiah Simmons before I ever give you another first yep. round linebacker. That that spot, that glaring omission right now at edge rusher has to be filled. <laughs> has to be filled in free agency <laughs> um, because. By the way, do you see Jordan Hicks got a nice little two-year deal 
uh, $10 million to go to Minnesota. See that? You know what I love? I love how when players are with you and, you know, and people talk about Jordan Hicks, oh, you know, he's, he's a smart linebacker. He can, he can, he can play against the run. He's, he's decent in pass coverage. And then once they get traded or they Mm -hmm. they move on, they get their free agent and sign somewhere else. Well, he was super weak against the pass, uh, an average run stopper. Like (laughs) it's just the narrative swings left to right. Listen, like I personally see players for what they are like. And Mm -hmm. when I look at Chandler Jones and I look at like a guy like Christian Kirk, like I'm not big on potential once you have played several years in the league, and with Chandler Jones, he's on the downward spiral. Or he's on the downward side that, of his, that can't be disputed. That's not disputable. Like, so I'm not paying 10, 15 mil a year for a guy that's going to be average for me next season. I and, I and, agree with you. And on top of that, like, you know, I was listening to ninety eight point seven before I came in here, and I heard Gambo talk about. Um, you know, the value that Chandler Jones might be able to bring versus not bring. And one of the things that keeps popping up in my mind is what is Chandler Jones? You know, he was actually talking about burning bridges and Pat P basically lit the bridge on fire multiple times on his way to try and get out of Arizona. Unemployed Pat P, by the way. Chandler Jones, not so much. Um, But I will say this, his comments the other day where he says he wants to play for a style that fits him better um leads a, a lot to be desired if you're the cardinals like okay listen we like like is this a is this a chandler jones just didn't fit into our scheme and it wasn't comfortable problem or is this just a chandler jones problem like chandler jones wasn't comfortable i don't understand that, that comment he had 20 plus sacks like two and a half years ago in the scheme with with vance like Again. does vance screw around and drop him into coverage and it's gross yes vance has issues but vance has always been able to, to put forth a quality pass rush he turned around hassan reddick's career like i trust vance with with veteran edge rushers now i don't think he can turn devon Kennard into a double digit sack artist but like yeah. chandler jones comes back next year and i think this is my point as sean uh puts in a dollar 99 super chat i appreciate that i agree Saul. but this moves more for the dance moves there you go dancing here we go for money let's do it baby let's go (laughs) no thank you um i do think chandler jones like he's a known commodity with this defense whereas he comes back next year i think you're getting 10 plus sacks and that's a that's a comforting place i need my comfort blanket chandler Chandler jones Jones is getting 10 sacks if he comes back next year oh yeah for, for sure he definitely would i definitely think he would Get the hell out of here. You don't think how, that. outside of game number one, how many did he have total seven, seven and a half, I think, or seven, but you think he's going to have 10, but he had five that first game. <laughs> they won that game. <laughs> yeah, they went the bro. playoffs by a game. There's no um, chance. I am. I am. I'm a little bit concerned. You can never have too many pass rushers. I think with the Christian Kirk thing, I think we all saw Christian shortcomings continually and are open more than open to new blood in this receiving core. Rondell Moore, second year, Antoine Wesley, a draft pick, maybe a free agent, one-year guy. Every, I think most of the fan base universally was like, go get your money, Christian, but it's not going to be a scenario in which like, oh, my God, can you believe they lost Christian Kirk? Chandler Jones, because of the fact that the defense has such minimal experience outside of really Marcus Golden, they don't have anybody else that can rush the passer. Juan is not that guy at the end. We still He's have – we still have like five months before the season I don't, starts. I don't like I don't like the options. And you, listen, you still have opportunities for trades. Like at the NFL draft, there's plenty of opportunities to make trades during the draft. Like 
It's happened before. It's not. We are literally not even 48 hours into this, into this tampering period that we have right now. Nothing's official until tomorrow. So who's Mm -hmm. to say that the Cardinals won't make some deals tomorrow because they they they, they know they won't have to compete with anybody else because as soon as that guy's signed, that's it. They're off the table. Look at Randy Gregory flipping from the Cowboys to the Broncos. Nothing's ever official until Wednesday. Damn it. Sean saying with our scheduled channel, we'll be lucky to get six all season. The Cardinals schedule is daunting and they play a ton of franchise quarterbacks. That's why you need a pass rush. But we need to pay him $2.5 million for each sack guys. Get the fuck out of here. (laughs) All right. What else is going on? (laughs) Not a lot. Uh, uh, DeAndre Hopkins, it was reported this morning by Field Yates, restructured uh, to free up about $7 million in cap space. That led us to believe maybe something was going to happen today. But by and large, I like now, how Johnny gets, Johnny gets his hopes up so fast when things like that happen. He's like, oh, my God, something's happening. And then nothing happens. He gets so well, disappointed. Full transparency. They just have to be under the cap by June 1st. You see those post-June 1st cuts and 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 prior or whatever that they have to be under two oh eight or whatever it is. Thank you. Tony. Um, there are a bunch of teams like the Niners just handed out a big time money corner contract last night. They're they're in negative funds. The Cardinals, it really doesn't matter with the restructures right now. I, they just they have to be under the cap by after June first, and and they will be. And then in the meantime, guys, the teams Teddy, have been. Te- go ahead. Wait, hold on, Teddy Jennings in the chat. I just references early said, "Relax, people." In all caps, relax, people. That's what he's trying to say, and he's absolutely accurate and right. So everybody just, hey, let's just take a step back. You know, Teddy, if, you got, you. if you got a little CBD you, or been, some THC, like, you know, wrong. just just chill a little bit with it and, you know, like vibe out. We're going to be all right. We're going to be all right. I've been waiting to do emergency pod for two days, damn it. And I'm, <laughs> I'm about to talk about compensatory picks. But in the meantime, the teams have been selected for the biggest tournament of the year. There's only a few days left to join in on the all-in action before the first team tips off this Thursday. And actually, there are games happening. with playing games today for the NCAA tournament. Uh, I don't know. DraftKings Sportsbook is giving new customers a shot to bet just $5 on any team to win. You get $200 in free bets if they do. Yep, it's that simple. If they win, you win. DraftKings Sportsbook customers can also bet on college hoops with same-game parlays. Combine multiple bets from the same game for an even bigger payout, the more legs you add, the more money you can win. DraftKings is safe, secure, reliable. And best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. It's a call to action. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use a promo code PHNX. Bet $5 on any college hoops team to win. Get $200 in free bets. 21 and over. Arizona-only gambling problem. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEPS. New customer only. Minimum $5 deposit. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for more details. I got a question for you. This is completely okay. sidebar off the topic. wasn't in the rundown, but if there okay. was one one player from inside the NFC West that you wanted to hate but couldn't but couldn't because you just loved him so much, yeah. who would that player be? Russell Wilson before A million he got traded, percent, right? Did you yeah. see what he did in Colorado? Do a hospital visit? I think I saw Hos- that. Children's Hospital visit today already. He hasn't even been with that organization a week, and he's already making a difference in the community. Damn it, Russell Wilson. I want to hate him, but I love him so it's much. right now. Yes. Uh, go win the AFC, Russell Wilson, for our peeps yep. at DMVR. Uh, that organization uh, in Seattle is in complete and other shambles. They trade away 
their only legitimate franchise quarterback of the last 20 years, excluding Matt Hasselbeck, and then they're getting denied a seat at the table with Deshaun Watson, so they're going to have to roll with Drew Locke. We we absolutely love to bury the Seahawks here. Um, yeah, that's great to see. Uh, what also is great to see, one of the few additions the Cardinals have made, internally that is, is James Conner, and he spoke to the media today a little bit about why he decided to come back to the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, it's nice, you know, just to have a team believe in you and, uh, you know, uh, invest in you and all that. So, uh, you know, I, I, I took the, you know, the prove it deal, as they call last year. Um, but I instantly fell in love with the place. I fell in love with Arizona, fell in love with this organization, uh, everybody in the building. And so um, to just have a three-year contract and, and uh, you know, and go forward from here, it's just nice, like I said, to call this place home. You know, I wonder if he bought his dad another new truck. Remember that? Remember yeah, that when he was in Pittsburgh. Yeah, he was in Pittsburgh. Bob pops a brand new truck, and he just lost mm-hmm. his mind. Thought it was the greatest thing ever. Uh, like, listen, James Conner, for the things that he's had to battle in his life, um, overcoming cancer, yeah. um, and in the kind of work ethic, and and how hard he plays, I'm happy that he's back. He's a great culture fit for your organization. No matter what organization you're with, he's he's a great guy to have in the locker room. I think he brings a toughness that really hypes this team up. And I think that's something that cannot be measured on in a stat book, you know, in analytics or anything like that. Like that guy has fucking heart. You know what I mean? Like he's willing to put it all out there. Right. That's also to his detriment because sometimes it, it makes him, you know, vulnerable to injury, but I'm glad he's back in the fold three years. It was a little rich for my blood, yeah. but you know what? I, it, but it, the extra mil or two per year, I, I can live with that. Um, assuming that the Cardinals can take care of business elsewhere to make that money seem smart. He checks every box. Um, he came in, so he's got a familiarity with the organization. Um, he was cheap last year and he overproduced, so he's getting rewarded now. He's productive. He's young. He's still only 26. Um, he gives you a physical presence offensively you did not have before him. In this Kingsbury offense for, for the first two years, especially in 2020 when this team could not convert a short yardage to save their life. It cost them the playoffs. I'm convinced of that. So they bring this guy in, and he produces 18 touchdowns, and people want to bang on his yards per carry. That is, I mean, his yards per carry is what it is. It's because the Cardinals asked so much of him in short yardage, and I think a lot of us were surprised, at least I were. I was, uh, how, how gifted of a receiver he was last year. Tremendous in the screen game. Won that game in San Francisco with Colt McCoy, carried this offense for large stretches of the season. And that was with coming into the season, the presumption that he was going to be the backup. I can't wait to see what he can do next year. We're assuming they're going to upgrade. We think at some point, right guards, you figure the interior offensive line will be better. I think James Conner next year, if he's healthy, knock on wood, that's always the biggest question. A thousand yards, 12, 15 touchdowns. He made the Pro Bowl last year. He's somebody that, I think we can compare him, and I put this out on Twitter yesterday, when the Saints signed Mark Ingram, or excuse me, when they drafted him, Mark Ingram just got better with age. I think he's got a little bit. I'm not saying he is beast mode from from the Seahawks when he left Buffalo to go to Seattle, but I'm just I'm getting that same vibe with these, these power backs that are not built on speed and acceleration, but instead are built on physicality. And agility, he fits in that same mold. I think he, he this contract will not look bad, number one, because the cap is going up. And I just think, again, if he can stay healthy, he is always going to give you power. 
And that's something this this offense desperately needs because their quarterback is undersized, Saul. I agree. I agree. Like, listen, he 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 gives you he checks every single box. He yeah. does. And for what you were talking about earlier about how James Conner, basically the Cardinals on short yardage were as automatic as you could get, especially in the first 12 games of the season. Now, mm-hmm. towards the end of the season, things kind of fell apart. Their offensive line kind of fell apart. Rodney Hudson missed games, and things changed to a degree. Um, and Cliff was calling some crazy plays at some crazy times for whatever reason, which kind of threw things kind of out of kilter. But, again, I've, I've already said everything I needed to say about James Conner. I love the fact that he's back. Uh, he and I share the same barber, so shout out to Renee. Um, and, uh, you know, it's it's good work. I love it. Both men have beautiful hair. Uh, James Conner also spoke on Kyler Murray today, which I thought was interesting. Oh, well, Kyler's a phenomenal person, man. And, um, everybody knows how talented he is. Um, you know, but it's just, you know, it's early form in the league. He's he's going to be just fine, you know. I, I know everything is going to work out. Um, I was talking with him, you know, and after I got my deal and even before. And so, you know, K1 will be just fine, man. Um, you know, that's our QB. We love him. We embrace him. All that good. And he knows that, you know. And so um, I know he's he's back there just working, chopping at the bit to to get back, you know, at State Farm and just, and just play his best football. So I'm confident in him. Love that. The, in the chat, somebody said when was the last time the Cardinals had a Pro Bowl running back? Um, and that David was Johnson. that was David Johnson in 2016. So it hasn't been that long. It's only been five or six years. And the Cardinals got a Pro Bowl production last year for $1.75 million. That was the cap hit. This year, it's, his cap hit will be the same. He got a signing bonus, uh, some additional funds pushed back to the latter two years, but his cap hit will be minimal again this year. And again, people want to discredit the running back position, undervalue it. This is a guy that's going to be touching it 30 times a game, a touchdown machine, and somebody who is a direct correlation to keeping Kyler Murray healthy and not running Kyler Murray too much and in conjunction with the offensive line. Uh, I like the move. Austin asking, Kime is really content with rolling with Gardeck. Kennard Golden is his edge rushers this year. Oof. I, I'm telling you, Saul, I, the cornerback thing I can live with, and I talked about it yesterday. This, this defense thrived with the three top corners they had, but it was with the pass rush with Chandler and Marcus and J.J. When you don't have that, you can't be average with a bunch of number two and three corners. And they don't have a number one corner. You, so you will better get a number get, one edge rusher. You will get an, an edge rusher. I promise you we will get an edge rusher. And we'll get a defensive lineman that can actually make a difference opposite of J.J. Watt. We will get those two things. I'm almost going to say, I guarantee we'll get one of those two things before the draft. And I'm even going to say, you know what, I'll go on a limb and say, we will get one of those two things before the week is over. Um, I have some more news. So earlier I said nine teams. Um, no, I thought the Packers just signed somebody. I was ready to cross off another team mm-hmm. that wasn't the Cardinals, mm-hmm. but they didn't. Holy shit, is Johnny wearing an MWO shirt? I am. R.I.P. Uh, Scott Hall Scott passed Hall. away yeah. yesterday. The bad guy. Uh, Horizon Ramon. Uh, yeah, RIP. This is for him. Uh, hey, Johnny, watch AJ. Horizon Ramon. Uh, Teddy asking, is AJ, bring, AJ Green coming back on a deal? Uh, I sure as hell hope not. I haven't heard anything. He looked absolutely done at the end of last year. Uh, we talked about it yesterday. Saw, so I think, a camp body for somebody, somebody signing over the summer when you got a receiver injury. Cardinals need to get younger and faster at receiver. They need to get uh, a lot more young and faster. They need to get more aggressive. They need some dogs. You know, they need some absolute dogs. 
Um, you know, somebody, it's uh, people that will come in and absolutely just tear some shit up. Like they, they need that guy, like aggressiveness. Uh, you know, that's the one thing about like the Seahawks, right? Um, it seems like no matter what, even if they're five and 12, um, they still have this like chip and this aggressiveness about them when they play that I've yeah. always kind of admired. And I, I wish the Cardinals would kind of take on some of that identity. So uh, yeah, that's, it, that's what they need. AJ green was over overtaken really Antoine Wesley was their most reliable big target especially in the red zone late in the season he's coming back the best thing that AJ Green gave you last year was his size early in the season now you have Zach Ertz huge target we think Max Williams will be back you have Antoine Wesley they're going to get another receiver uh, uh Steven no. in the set go ahead uh would you, would take, you take Antonio Brown at the card uh for the Cardinals uh, J dot says in the chat um hail to the no not even a little no, bit. No, no, no. That's a that's a locker room destroyer right there. You know, like he just is. Yeah. No, he's the anti-James Conner. Can you imagine sure. where this Cardinals franchise would be if Larry Fitzgerald retires and 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 one of the guys we get to replace him is Antonio MF and Brown? Like, no, no, bro. Like this team needs a healthy D hop. They need a, a second year acceleration from Rondell Moore, and they need to hit on another receiver, uh, whether that's Chris Olave or somebody like that. Oh, Chris Olave. Um, he gives me all the feels. Does. Rafa earlier said, I wouldn't mind Melvin Ingram, Calais, and draft Jermaine Johnson or Devontae Wyatt. Uh, I, th- that's fine. Melvin Ingram was productive last year, but he, I think he only had one sack. And then uh, to your Calais point, I know uh, our buddy from Bird Game Travel, Tyler, basically is asking, why is everybody infatuated? It's the same thing. It's It's the nostalgia of bringing back Calais. Um, I know that they have some interest. He's 36. He's older. That I mean, the defensive line to me is interchangeable. Just get guys who can rotate in and out. I think Calais would be fine. Uh, if you're not paying him a lot of money, certainly your deal wouldn't be more than one year, which is fine. Who's off the edge? I, that's, that's my concern. When that gets filled, I'm going to take a, I'm going to take a hot minute. Cause you know what, right now I've, I, I know the Cardinals can find a right guard. I know the Cardinals can probably go and get a receiver. I know the Cardinals can get Robert Alford back cheap at corner and sign Alan maybe somebody Robinson. else. There are only so many gifted, supremely gifted athletes that can play edge rusher and get to the quarterback in the NFL. So when Chandler Jones signs with the Bills or whomever, like watch the Niners or somebody like that steal Chandler Jones. Are you yes. still gonna be singing over here? No, yes. he's going to be yes. coming after poor Kyler. Fucking off tackle, tackle to the left. Let's go. All right, game. Right well, James Conner will have 155 yards on the left side all right, right day. Him. Let's go. That makes me sad. Um, <laughs> I want to remind everybody, children five and older are eligible for the COVID-19 vaccine. The vaccine is the best tool we have to reduce the chances of getting sick with COVID-19. The COVID-19 vaccine can reduce the risk of being hospitalized or dying from the disease Safe, free, highly effective vaccines are available throughout Arizona. Visit azhealth.gov slash find vaccine for a location nearest to you. Well, good hell. I didn't think I was going to have to do it. I'm going to do it. We're going to talk about seventh and sixth round compensatory picks. God damn it. Because we have no other news to discuss as it relates to the Cardinals. So, Jacob, if I can see that fancy graphic that we had put together Here are your official, as it stands today on March 15th, Arizona Cardinal draft picks for 2020. Please, for the love of God, trade all of those sixth and seventh rounders for proven veterans because with all due respect, with the history of this team and how they draft, those 
those dudes either will be cut or they will not make the team. It's the same thing. What do you think? Are you asleep? He's asleep. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. That is brutal. That is br- like, dude, uh, listen, you can find good value in the sixth and seventh round. And I think in this, in this particular draft, you might be able to find a sleeper, in, you know, on the offensive de- or defensive line because it is that deep. Like my yeah. guy from, uh, from uh, LSU, uh, Farrell, mm-hmm. he might slip down to the sixth round because he's considered a, a, a kind of a, a one gap specialist yeah. and that's it. So he might trickle down, but let me tell you something about my guy, Farrell. That guy has got a mean streak in him and he absolutely wants to murder cats opposite him. So, Hey, if he drops to you in the sixth round, that's a steal. I would love um, it. Uh, Jacob, if we could one more time with those picks, uh, those yeah, first three picks we need to see need more to of be, those need to be starters pick 23, 55 and 87. Those need to be contributors almost right away. The rest of those picks, trade them away for veterans. I don't want them. For, I don't and, I don't care for them. Quickly, them for people for people who are listening in the audio, this is uh two sixth round picks, number two hundred and two fifteen, and then three in the seventh round, two forty two, two fifty six, and two fifty seven are um the compensatory picks. Uh, or at uh, or the draft picks that the Cardinals had, three of those being compensatory picks. Yeah. Um, but no fourth or fifth rounders. Which is fine, which is fine. Well, because of Zach Ertz and Marco Wilson, uh, which both of those guys are starters, aggressive wins, aggressiveness wins. Those picks in the sixth and seventh round will not help the team this year. They just won't. And I, this team is in win-now mode. They need to be aggressive, trade those. We saw what New England did today, which was a, just a laughing stock. They traded away uh, Shaq. Not Shaq Barrett. They have a really good starting guard that they traded away to Tampa to Tom Brady. God, I can't think of his name. For a fifth-round pick, that's the kind of shit the Cardinals need to be doing. They need to be taking on Amari Cooper's $20 trading it away for a day-three pick. Hopefully now that these comp picks are secured, we're going to see the Cardinals move off of them. Why are you making that face at me? Because I just realized Amari Cooper is getting paid the same as Christian Kirk, and I don't like that at all. That's why – That's. The beauty of trades, the beauty of trades, especially right now in this hot garbage free agency period where everybody's getting overpaid because of Trent Baalke, is that the salaries are locked in. You know what they're getting paid, and most of the time it's under market value. Shaq Mason, thank you. You what? Um, all those picks could probably land us. Quentin Nelson, it's a great point. Uh, Shaq Mason in the draft uh, kick with those comp picks. Um, yeah. The Cardinals need a right guard. Josh Jones is not the answer at right guard. I still think he can play tackle. The Cardinals have how many big holes? Let's count them right now. Right guard. They don't have a right guard. Okay. They don't have a number. People say they don't have a number one cornerback. I'll just say they don't have a starting cornerback. They need another starting quarterback. Cornerback. They need an edge rusher. There's number three. Okay. And I would say they need a number two receiver. Are those the big four, do you think? I would say defensive tackle. Okay. I would so say like, defensive tackle. So I, I, defensive tackle, defensive tackle, and number two receiver are kind of neck and neck for me. So I would say five holes, five major holes. When are we going to fill those holes, Cardinals? We're two days into this, and nothing, <laughs> nothing's on the surface. I, you got fifty-six people here ready to talk about Cardinal football, and this team is just taking all the joy and fun away 
from this these first two tam I want to tamper, damn it, and you're not giving me anything to tamper with. I want to tample tamper into the transactions, and there's nothing. One of nine poverty poverty teams that haven't gotten anything going. I got my Scott Scott Hall NWO shirt on for a reason. I thought it was going to be a good day. Put this on, good vibes. The bad guy. You're not a poverty team, Johnny. I know we haven't won a Super Bowl, but we're not the fucking Lions. They've signed like, some bro, players. we're not the Jaguars. They signed Come DJ on, Shark. Man. Oh my <laughs> god! Free agency is. I'm being tongue in cheek. Free agency well, is mostly fool's gold. But when I see James James Daniels went to the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers, he's a nice player. I watched him maul the Cardinals defensive line when they went to Chicago this year. He got a three year contract, reasonable twenty four million dollars. Why are the Cardinals in on that? Why but are the Cardinals going after Hassan Reddick for just $30 million guaranteed? For as many guys that are signing free agent deals, there's almost equally as, as many getting cut by their teams right now. Like, there's still going to be tremendous value if you just are patient and wait for the right person and the right player at the time. Like, at the right time, I mean. Like, you just – you can't rush this, right? Like, this is the one thing about Kime that I feel like one of the things that he is good at is he he's 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 very good with his timing. Right, he just somehow, some way, he just knows when to pull the trigger and get it done. Like, yeah. So I trust that that's going to happen. I know everybody's freaking out, but it's all right. It's just day two. Tomorrow, these are all official, and once they become official, then we can start talking and start panicking about where we're at. But I guarantee you, tomorrow, things are going to spike up quite a bit. Okay, Saul's Saul's on the record. Put that down. Uh, Jalen, why do we got to shop at Great Valley? We deserve some Target. Yes. On what are some purpose. of those nice some some of those nice Target off brands? Market Fresh or whatever it is. That we need some Market Fresh shinings. I don't want Great Value Walmart signings. What is I don't this? Want that. <laughs> Mar- whatever Market Pantry. That's what it's called. That's the off brand at Target. That's Market like their fresh. own brand. Market <laughs> Pantry. James Daniels, Connor Williams were very. Yes, they were. Rafa Cardinals should have been in on at least one of those two players Um, because listen, we've seen with this team and I think this is what bothers me the most. They do not play their rookies nearly enough. Now they're pushed back. They've had a top 10 pick and a top 16 pick the last two years and they don't play their rookies. This regime does not right. Especially on the defensive side and outside of when you've got, Malcolm Butler abruptly retiring, you're forced to play Marco Wilson, then they probably would have liked to. We cannot sit here and say that pick number 23 and pick number 55 are going to slide seamlessly into the starting lineup. That's fraudulent to say. So I think the reason that I'm pushing back right now is what you got in-house is not good enough, obviously, and what you're going to draft with this regime is not going to be an impact immediately so what's your plan we want to see your plan transpire and the top 20 free agents general consensus on cbs.com espn have gotten plucked up so it's clear they're not going to be major players for high performing free agents this year outside of coming back and signing chandler jones that's i i feel i feel like they they're just they're taking a different route this year i don't like it but it is I, the Dennis Gardeck contract I didn't care for. I think they're putting too much stock into their own guys. I just, I think you're putting tremendously way too much stock into Chandler Jones. I do. You, you've been consistent that from the start that you didn't think that it was he was he's worth being brought back. I have reached the point where 
Um, I I would be nervous if they didn't bring him back and and whatever they would trot out at pass rusher. We have not seen a, a pass rushless defense without a legitimate sack artist since Chandler Jones arrived here. And they had Reddick for that one season without Jones, and he was great. And they traded for Marcus Golden. I love Marcus Golden. He is not enough. It feels like they're going to draft a guard or trade back in the draft for more picks. That's what I would do. I would take the best interior offensive lineman or defensive lineman, and I would trade down. Yeah, I, I think trading down is not a bad idea unless you got some some fluke that drops all the way down to you that you think is tremendous value. But listen, there's still so much time left. I'm not even going to panic. I've said that a million times today. Like everybody else should just just you know channel your inner inner soul and say it's everything's going to be all right. Like Where they're going to find a way. They're going to find a way to make a nice play for somebody that's going to make a difference on the defensive line they are i know that they are i'm not worried in the slightest and when it happens oh where's my isabella trade where's my where's my isabella trade soul i need him off the team can i have my trade now what where's my andy isabella trade oh yeah that was that was promised to me did did you want another seventh rounder (laughs) i mean i don't don't understand what's going on here did you want to a compensatory seventh round pick. He's got to play so many snaps. Ham sandwich. Poor Andy. Get him off the team. Can I just move on? I'm ready to move on from that. Yeah. From that. A lot on. of that. Let's move on from that. Hmm. You know where you should move on. We should move on and check it out. Is gophnx.com. I wrote an article about the first day of free agency, and I was really excited because I'm like, I'm gonna ready to kick it into high gear. You can check out that and more. Gophnx.com. Become a member of our family. Fifty cents for the mer- first month. $8.99 for the subsequent months. Saul, so did you tease today like we might be getting some hats soon for the PHNX merchandise locker? Oh, yeah, baby. Uh, okay. Jalen Blair in the chat asking, Saul, is that you reporting or speculating? Oh, I, listen, I I am not getting anything sourced. This is all Saul Bookman, baby. Like, this is what I think. This is what I feel. And that's why I'm pushing this to fruition. This is how it's going to go. Also, some sweet, sweet merch coming down the line. We got a couple drops that are coming down. Uh, pretty soon we got Diamondbacks drop that's gonna happen. We got some hats. We got some lightweight sweatshirts that are gonna come down the pike. Like it's gonna be awesome. Ooh, super chat! Happy birthday, Mrs. Bird Gang Travel Officer Claire. She isn't pleased. I'm listening to this right now. Well, thank you, Bird Gang Travel. Happy uh, birthday, Claire. Happy birthday, Claire. That's uh, that's Bird Gang Travel's wife, Mr. Tyler. If you don't she know, will, she will bust your ass. She is a cop, so she will absolutely beat the fuck out of you everybody be a law-abiding citizen uh bring honey badger back I, you talk about a bird bridge he hates steve kime uh and the cardinals have two elite safeties that's about the only position that they don't need to seriously look at outside of quarterback no i i thought i saw that he was going to sign with the raiders but i guess that had fallen apart so he's trying he's trying like he's sniffing around he wants like 15 million dollars a year i'm like tyron Bro, Bro, you're closer like, to the end than the beginning. That's the problem with a lot of these guys is like they think their value is far, far higher than it actually is. Mm-hmm. And that's why they're sitting here. Listen, the money's going to dry up at some point. And if yeah. you don't get your money now, you're not going to get it later. Because guess what? This is what my thinking is on Chandler Jones. I'm pretty sure that he's going to – he has his number and he he has his his feelings about where he wants to be and all this other good stuff. Cool. Congratulations, Chandler, on writing down your dream sheet. However, comma, um, that's not reality. 
and teams don't want to pay you 15 to 20 million dollars a year you're not you're not you're not tj watt you're not that dude like so you have got to humble yourself and take a two or three year deal because you're old you're old like you're not young anymore like so if you take a one year prove it deal you're kind of effing yourself for the future you just are you are. He's 32 years old. Uh, I could have got this information rubbing feet right now. Listen to you fellas. That is an elite combo. Uh, bye bye to Chandler. I hope not. I hope they can work something out. I am in the firm camp of if you can work something out, do it. <laughs> Why are you making that face? If you can work something out, do it. <laughs> it's just such an odd combo. Like what? What are we doing here? Okay. <laughs> Oh, thank God. Thank God Tyler's in the chat. All right, good stuff. Live your life there, Tyler. Live your uh, life. We had speculated on Will Fuller potentially being a match or you could do a one-year flyer. It sounds like my man Will, who basically stole money from the Dolphins last year, was active for like three games, is waiting for Deshaun Watson to see where he lands and will attempt to reunite reunite with him on a one-year prove-it deal. So it does not sound like the Cardinals will have any interest if he ends up in Carolina, New Orleans, Cleveland, Will Fuller uh, will soon follow by by all I, accounts, which that makes sense. That makes sense. I would much uh, honestly at this point uh, with all the edge rusher talk, I would very much rather the Cardinals draft somebody on the edge than bring in one of these guys that are on the tail end of their career who we hope is going to give. The problem with us is that we got Dwight Freeneed. That's the problem with us. Dwight Freeney came in. And he was phenomenal for that one half and John Abraham and John Abraham. They were phenomenal. Yeah. And then after they left, uh, I think Dwight Freeney was, was serviceable in the next stop. Uh, uh, but, but um, the, the guy you just mentioned, what the fuck John Abraham, John Dwight Abraham Freeney. was basically like, that was kind of it. Cause remember he, he wanted more money and then it didn't work out. And then he kind of just disappeared after that. Like, yeah. Uh, and 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 so now we're sitting here thinking, oh, we just need to get another one of those guys, and they'll come in and they'll have the same kind of production. It it happens less frequently than you would think, but the problem is, is that we've seen it, so we expect it to happen all the time, and that just ain't the case. No, Teddy says this is like Black Friday. Everyone's going for the sales cards. Go Tupperware aisle four deals. <laughs> that's right, a big <laughs> a big nice expensive Tupperware that's discounted ninety right, percent off on Black Friday. Hell problem yeah. is you draft an edge rusher, the odds of them making an impact right away isn't likely. Yep, unless you're getting Micah Parsons. And I don't trust Vance Joseph. I'm, I'm done. I've seen it. He has a track record. I'm not giving him another rookie linebacker inside or outside. I don't want to do that in September where we're all getting our hopes up and then we're all let down because that, that rookie is playing like six snaps. Shame on you, Vance. You shouldn't get any more rookies. If I'm Steve Kime, give all the rookies to Cliff. Give them all offensive line. Give them to Sean Coogler. Vance, you've got your big your big thing this year. You better make those two inside first round linebackers kick ass. Those guys better be Pro Bowl ass kickers this year. Because if they're not, guess who didn't get their contract re-upped? Vance Joseph, Cliff, Kime, they got their deals. Billy Davis, he is a problem. Former Cardinal defensive coordinator, now linebacker coach. Xavier Collins and Isaiah Simmons better be on everybody's Pro Bowl ballot in about seven to eight months, or we're going to have huge issues. It won't matter who's playing outside linebacker if those guys can't can't come in and knock some skulls, man. I'll be, I'm going to be so disappointed if we, if we get to October, November, and we're getting no impact from those guys. Huge. Fair enough. Fair enough. Jalen, I like Zadarius Smith as the only other option outside of Chandler that I would be open to. I don't 
Saul likes Clowney. Clowney's a good run defender. I'm not into Clowney. He can't rush the passer anymore. Um, I don't just... like Clowney as the primary. Okay. I don't like Clowney. I like him as a serviceable backup because the serviceable backup has got to be better than Joe Walker. Like, yes. come on, guys. Like, Aaron... we got to do a little bit better at our backups than 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 what we have brought onto the field. So Aaron's Aaron saying weren't the Cardinals top five in sacks when Jones only played five games? Yeah, because Reddick came in and had 13 sacks, and that's why they should have re-signed Hassan Reddick or franchise tagged him last year. Um, he's Reddick's been fantastic since Chandler Jones went down with that bicep injury. Um, this edge free agent, it is weak because g- good teams don't trade pass rushers. They don't, you know, outside of the Khalil Mack salary dump that, you know, pass rushers are, are just as important as every position outside a quarterback. It's it, the hierarchy is typically get, get a quarterback, get somebody to protect your quarterback and get somebody to get after the quarterback tackles, pass rushers, quarterbacks. Um, yeah. Good, good teams, good teams don't let edge rush, elite edge rushers leave. Chandler's old though; he's thirty-two. To Saul's point, I've never discounted your point that he is a diminishing player, and he's very much a one-trick pony. But what he does is he gets after the quarterback um, at, at still a, a relatively high level. He's not elite anymore, but he's 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 very good. Billy Turner. Bye, bye, Chan Chan. Bye, bye, Chan Chan. So if you, so if I, if I asked you. This time tomorrow, they re-signed him. Three-year deal. They gave him a good amount of money. Would you be disappointed in the Cardinals? Hell yeah. You would? I wouldn't even blink an eye, Johnny. I wouldn't. Listen, I don't, I don't, you know, I don't fly with the wind. You know what I mean? Like, you don't. I'm you pretty don't. staunch on what I think is uh, the wrong move. And right now, the wrong move would have been to re-sign Christian Kirk for a bajillion dollars like he got. <laughs> yes, that's correct. And to re-sign Chandler Jones for anything more than maybe eight mil a year. And that ain't happening. Fuck. Yeah, Chandler Jones, I would think, has a number in mind of over 15 million a year. Oh, I know he does. Um, but he ain't worth it. B Not saying sign free agents middle. with limited injury history can't have another Jordan Phillips contract in, in the books. And and Chandler outside of that year, he tore his bicep. He's been healthy. Um, I also think so we've been spoiled a little bit because we've gotten big trades every offseason, we've gotten big acquisitions. And then even after the J.J. Watt move last year, they were so active in bringing in A.J. Green and Matt Prater. They went and brought a bunch of one-year flyer guys in the first couple days. They were they were active. They brought in Malcolm Butler. That didn't work out. Um, of course, they brought in James Conner. And, and Kime almost batted 1,000 last offseason. So, like, yes, I this is all hyperbole, tongue-in-cheek. I, I give Kime the benefit of the doubt. But I also think Saul... Kaim is, is not a good drafter. We know this. He's he's below average as a drafting GM. This is supposed to be where he makes his bread and butter. So the inactivity, as long as it lasts, it's going to concern me because typically when when he makes his impact, it's it's right now. He's not. Where is he? I don't know where he is. Where are true. you? Where are you, Steve? Yeah, no, I mean, <sighs> true. Like it's just listen. It's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. The draft. The draft, no, it's not his. It's not his wheelhouse. But that's why he's. Listen, maybe his strength is trading picks for possibly some good players. So let's go. Maybe no, that no, can no, happen. it isn't below average. That's very kind of you, Johnny. Thank you, Kiro. I'm, I'm, I aim to please here. Uh, well, <laughs> we were hopeful. I tried to summon breaking news for this show today, and we still got a, a tremendous turnout. I thank you all so much, PHNX Cardinal fandom, our family here. Do me one last favor. B 
be sure to like, subscribe, wherever you get your podcasts. Leave us a five-star review. RIP Scott Hall, NWO for life. We got a major announcement. Is that coming tomorrow, Mr. Bookman? Uh, no. Okay, so we coming, have an announcement. But it's it, coming it's next Monday, actually. Next Monday. We have a na- major announcement regarding this show next Monday. All good things. Great things, actually. Great things. Um, love it. Any la- any final thoughts here? Goodness, I just I love the engagement. I love the chat. I wish we had news. We're going to get news. We will get news, and we will be ready to talk about it when we get it. I can't wait till we get something drop 15 minutes after we end this show. It's going to be I'll awesome. fucking go live. I'll, I'll run back right here, and I will do another live show. <laughs> Jacob, don't worry. I will self-produce. That, that will be a hot mess, but we will just – we will dig into it. When they sign a rotational defensive lineman that's not going to play hardly at all, I will jump on this podcast and talk about it and analyze every single layer. But until then, for the GM Saul Bookman, I'm Johnny Venerable. We'll be back tomorrow. We've got a special guest from the Draft Network. I believe we're going live tomorrow, 3 p.m., unless we get news before them. Thanks, everybody. <laughs>